What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to episode 10 of the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, everybody? We made it, episode 10. Not episode eight. <laughs> so, uh, if you, yeah, you know, if you guys heard that last week, I'm an idiot. Uh, my brain's stupid. This is episode 10. We fought through, you know, all the adversity, people telling us we weren't going to make it, <laughs> the Rona, and look at us. We're still here. Came out the other side, shining in a new fancy polo. So, yeah. we're doing yeah. all right. We're taking this thing all the way. We'll see you guys at 100. Um, it was a good week for the Browns. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, Miles Garrett signs a five-year, $125 million extension. What do you guys think? You guys think that was wise spending by the Browns? I do. I think it's about time um, for this team to ever get, you know, where it needs to be to be, you know, a good team in the NFL. Like, we have to start investing. We have to make the right picks, and then we need to carry through and invest with them. So, Miles Garrett may not have had the uh, – career to this point that we were hoping, but it's still been a good career. So now we are betting and investing in his future and the future of our defense. Oh, crazy stat I heard. He's the first first round pick to sign a second contract with the Browns in like almost a, like a decade or something crazy or longer. Yeah, I, I believe it. <laughs> so we, he is the first, sec, uh, first first round draft pick the Browns have made since I was in middle school, that we have then kept on the team past their rookie contract. That blows my mind. Well, look at our win-losses. I mean, that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have told you that, I think. Uh, yeah. you know, That's a crazy stat to me. Um, to me, I think it was a good idea to do this. Like you said, his career to this point, I think he's shown glimpses of what he can be, and we're kind of banking on the fact those glimpses are going to start becoming like the everyday, every play thing. And also, I think – down the stretch, this deal is going to look like a team-friendly deal. Like, we're mm-hmm. saving money in the long run by doing this. And also, I think it helped that we showed him support during that thing with Pittsburgh last year. So, I don't want to say he gave us a hometown discount. We did make him the highest-paid defensive player or whatever. But, you know, we showed him some love, so he showed us some love. He didn't go try to chase anything bigger. He stayed with Cleveland. This probably locks him up, I would say, in Cleveland for his career. I would, I would imagine, unless, you know, something crazy happens. Yeah, and uh, just to give a shout-out to a uh, good listener of the show, Eric Williams, who was on <laughs> Percy Gardner's 99-mile-per-hour podcast uh, this week. <clears throat> Excuse me. He said that, uh, and quote, the key to getting the bag in Cleveland, salt a Pittsburgh quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Speaking of the assault in Pittsburgh, one guy not too pumped about this. Touch on this real quick. Andrew Filipponi of 93.7, the fan in Pittsburgh, said he ripped this move. Miles Garrett should still be suspended. The fact that he's cashing in makes me sick. A lot of sacks, but not a lot of wins. Bro, you voted for James. You like James mm. Harrison. Yeah. And I, so not to like go after anybody's like incidents outside of football, but is there a quarterback not have a notorious, notorious double record of <laughs> – Bathroom problem? Yeah, like, hey, can you block this door for a little bit for me? Like, <laughs> right. I, I mean, it's one thing if you, like, get caught at the bank with a mask on and a bag of money, but if you get caught there twice with the bag of money and the mask on, <laughs> I'm probably going to call you a robber. 
I'm right. not, you know, I don't want to say exactly what how I feel about this, but I'm Pittsburgh fans, uh, you know, hey. Yeah, yeah on the twi- so on the Twitter page, I saw it's kind of a funny thing. The NFL memes uh, account on Twitter said Miles Garrett was fined forty five thousand six hundred twenty three dollars for hitting Mason Rudolph in the head with his helmet. He just signed a $125 million deal. means he can hit him 2,739 more times until he runs out of money. Excellent. Excellent. That is the kind of stat I love. I'm glad somebody did that research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Freddie probably be putting that on a T-shirt. Uh, yeah. Wearing yeah. it post Yeah, right before the game. Yeah, yeah. at the bar on oh Saturday night. You know. So my question is, what what is he doing using the argument of not a lot of wins? Because if that's that's part of your strong argument against signing a guy, then Cleveland should have zero players on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should just never draft anybody. Yeah, no. exactly. Because nobody's worth signing if we're not going to win a lot. Because it says here, Garrett endured seasons of 0-16, 7-8-1, in which he had two freaking head coaches. And all, you know, all these changes in the locker room and everything. And then 6-10 and last year with uh, the joke of the century. Yeah. And... How can you use that as as an argument against a guy? Yeah, one guy on and, a team, and the ceiling for Garrett is it's crazy, crazy. crazy. My wife uh, loves Miles Garrett, and every day she'll be like, "Man, you see that new workout video? The guy's coming in shredded this year." And I'm just like, "I really hope he gets sacks." What are you doing watching Miles Garrett's workout videos? <laughs> now, What's I, really going on? Here? I will say, I was up at a training camp last summer and uh, got real close to getting Garrett's uh, autograph. But too many kids flocked in front of me, but. Dude walks up, away, yeah, dude walks up after training camp, no shirt. And I mean, I'm just saying, I I mean, aside from like the rock, yeah, <laughs> I, I've not seen anybody that shredded. Like, holy crap. I just remember when they did the, uh, they were doing Texas A&M's like workout day or whatever. And he was just like walking around and I'm just like, man, we're going to sign this guy. And he is huge. <laughs> yeah. Now we've done that before. Like. This might go into some of our, uh, you know, down the road draft picks, but like I remember Phil Taylor being huge and mm-hmm. did not translate. Well, <laughs> dep- depends on how far you got to reach for uh, this pick, you know. <laughs> right. But um, I really, really like it. I mean, you basically, and we talked about it too. The, this is like a friendly deal for the Browns. You're you're signing this guy before, you know, what you're going to pay a guy a year for an elite level defensive player goes way up. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, and I think it also keeps the interest of some of the other defensive players you're going to have to sign in the coming years. That oh, hey, we still got Miles here. You know, I want to be here rather than well, Miles walked. I don't want to yeah. stay in Cleveland. Or, and even our other players like Baker, Chubb, right. Denzel. I mean, this kind of keeps that that whole that whole group. We can keep them together. Yeah, and it, you know, Garrett's comments uh, about the signing. Um, you know, I, I understand that some guys will just say things, you know, for the publicity or anything, but at least he's saying the right things. You know, he, he signed with the Browns. You know, he didn't have to. Right. You know, he said he has no reservations for staying here. He likes the history because it only make it sweeter when we turn things around, start winning games, playoff games, and eventually the big one. He says he wants to be the guy that leads them. Yeah. Yeah, he de- and he came That's what out. You want. Yeah, he yeah. came out and said that, you know, he kind of com- made a comparison of Khalil Mack was, came out and was the highest paid player won the defensive player of the year in 2016. So he said, you know, kind of that onus is on him now of, mm-hmm. I just got signed, like that's what I'm I'm going after that this year. Dude, if you can be even close to Khalil Mack, yeah. oh, yeah, no man. Well, here, he was going to break the sack record last year. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, if he's going to break Cleveland's sack record easily, yeah. easily, and just, <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. I, I was at work, and 
my phone was just blowing up and I didn't even realize it was going on. And the my point phone. of where like, oh, it happened in the game yeah, too was completely. Just yeah. I remember I, I actually <laughs> fell asleep during that, like the end of that game. Yeah. Because I just kind of dozed off and then I woke up and, you know, it was kind of post game and I looked at my phone because I was just going to go back to sleep and I had messages from friends like, holy crap, did you see that? I yeah. can't believe that just happened. I'm like, what? So I actually rewound it and then yeah. watched the whole thing again. I'm just like, what? We almost yeah. witnessed a murder. Yeah. <laughs> he catches him with the hard side of that helmet. Who knows what's happening? He might not be making, he'd be hanging out with Greg Robinson. They'd still be roommates. God. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, hey, I think we all agree the Miles Garrett extension, good for the Browns, bad for Pittsburgh. So we all love it. Uh, so that brings us to what we're getting into today. Uh, hopefully, you guys are as excited for this as we are. Um, you know, last episode on episode nine, we did the offensive draft. Everybody seemed to really like that. So today we're going to do our, you know, all decade defensive draft. Um, same thing, same thing as, uh, as last week, get on, we're going to post this video. Here's the key guys, like share and comment who you have has the best team, not like one or the other. You got to do all three to be entered for the, uh, the contest for the free t-shirt. Um, Spread the word. Tell everybody. The more people we get involved, the more fun this will be. Uh, I think a little bit different in this episode is, you know, an offense by, like, round four, we were picking scrubs, and it was really funny. I think we're going to be able to build some squads today. We actually have some defensive talent. Yeah, and before we go into the defensive draft, I really just want to say thanks to everybody who's listening, watching, and everybody who interacted with that last episode because it was great. I mean, we had yeah. a lot of feedback, a lot of fun banter back and forth about who had the best roster because, I mean, let's face it, we all had good players and not good players. Right. There was no getting around that. Yeah, so. It was it ton made of my fun week. so far. Yeah. It made yeah. my week. I'd be in rocked at work. It'd be like three in the morning, and I'd just be like, I just got to vote. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> thank you, brother. I thank can make you. these last two hours. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can struggle through this thing. Yeah, I agree. Thank you to everybody. If it wasn't for you guys watching, I don't know if we would have made it to episode 10. We might have got burnt out already. So thanks to everybody who's checking us out and uh, continue to spread the word, continue to uh, support the show. We'll keep bringing you more. This great, great content you guys are coming to love. Um, are we ready to pick our draft order? Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Cross my I fingers picked, for I number think four. I picked first last time. So, okay. Justin, you pick first. Let's see what number you get. Who am I passing it to? Go to Blake. All right. I will be the uh, number two spot. Go to Josh. I'll, I'll get the left. What do you got, Blake? Uh, I got number one. Oh, that sucks. all right. That's, well, the, that's like what the pick I, I did. What I get, Josh? Want. Tell me my fate. I am three. Oh, my God. You got, you got four, four again? Hey. <laughs> okay. The well, system's rigged, man. It's yeah, fine. Zach at the turn. I don't like it. I feel like yeah. Zach's going to uh, make some some mistakes and we can all right, so we gang got up on him. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I might not be the most prepared for this draft. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Doing the research last week didn't help me out a whole lot, so... <laughs> So basically, it's the same order, except you two flipped. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you get that number one pick. Don't oh, miss. Let's see if I can win from the three spot two weeks in a row. I mean, I was kind of like playing, like I was trying to think who I would pick if I had number one or number two. So at least I have my first pick lined up. <clears throat> um, yeah. Awesome. Well, you better get him because he's not going to be there at nine or ten. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we ready? Uh, do you want to go over real quick what uh, the roster spots are? Okay, so obviously over the course of the Browns, you know, the last 10 years, we've ran three fours, four threes. It was kind of tough to compile this list. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to draft for a four three. So we're going to pick two defensive ends, two defensive tackles, uh, a left linebacker, a middle linebacker, a right linebacker, 
two corners, a safety, a free safety, and a little extra thing we threw in here. Uh, instead of a flex, we're going to pick a head coach, um, one of the head coaches from the last 10 years for the Browns, so God help us all. Uh, <laughs> one thing I do want to say before we get into this, obviously in the offensive draft pool last week, we missed a couple guys. And I'm not going to lie, in the defensive draft pool, we might have missed a couple guys. If we did, please be nice to us. I'm going to be getting on the research team when I get home today. Let them know I'm not happy with their performance. Uh I'm the research team, so I'm going (laughs) to give me a break after the draft. It's Blake and my children. They're just uh, (laughs) just, so, uh, you know, we did our best to scour, you know, the last 10 years worth of roster. So if we missed a couple people, let us know. Um, You know, just be nice about it. And also, with all the different defensive systems we ran the last 10 years, some of these guys, you know, we might pick them at the end, and you're going to be screaming they were a linebacker. Well, they're kind of interchangeable depending on the defensive system. So we just decided to go 4-3 and just try to plug everybody into that system easiest as possible. Yeah, and I mean, if somebody picks a DN that somebody thinks is a linebacker and you don't like that spot, don't vote for them. Yeah, their team sucks. There you go. This is up to the fans, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Four fans by fans. It's our motto. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> One love. Right. So here, the other thing. So just to kind of throw see where you guys are at okay. in your thinking process of how you're taking. Are you guys going career? Yes, career. Yes. Okay, yes. or just Browns? Career. that's a big difference if, career. You're, if you're saying, oh. We'll be back to the offensive okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. draft. All right. I just wanted to make sure, just see where everybody was at. All right. We ready? Yeah, Blake. I, are you ready to I, start I off this thing? All right. With the number one pick. I'm going to go with the guy we just signed to an extension. i got to go Miles if Garrett. You, if yes. you wouldn't have taken him, I'd have probably yeah. bet you there. I, I think, uh, you know, probably, you know, one of the most important positions on defense is getting at the quarterback, and he's good at doing that. So I had to lock him up for the next five years. Oh, you did it. There you go. Good pick. <sighs> so I'm going to shock some people Ooh, boy. with the number two. I'm going to go with a guy that had a just insane, insane career. Didn't really, I mean, he was okay in Cleveland, but like, I remember the hype when we got him. I'm going to go with Carlos Dansby. Let me just read this stat line off real quick here. Uh, 1,300 tackles, total tackles, 43 sacks, 20 picks, 79 pass breakups, 18 forced fumbles, six touchdowns. Oh, (laughs) I would take that so badly right now. How many years has he played, though? Oh, tons. He played a a lot of years. He came to Cleveland. He was just kind of older. Yeah. He was more like a veteran type lead your defense type of guy, not the guy you're asking to make all the plays. I also will, uh, I'm going to plug him in at left linebacker. So we're on the record for that. I uh I did not see that being the number two pick. I'm I did not either. That's but that's cool because that gives me the pick that I wanted if I didn't get the first pick, which obviously is going to be Garrett. There was one guy I just had to have on my team. Okay. So I'm locking up Joe Hayden. I'm very surprised with that pick. Really? Really? He was, I was Joe Hayden. Him Joe so, elite for Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So this is my thing. I always thought Joe Hayden was very, very good. And then I went to a Browns game, and it was that towards the end of his Browns career. I want to say it was against Cincinnati, and A.J. Green was just burning him up and down the field. And I sat with a guy that was so drunk. <laughs> I didn't even know the guy. And I he, like, turned me off of Joe Hayden. Like, he was just like, this guy's a bum. He's done. He's done. Now, like, I loved how much he loved Cleveland, though. Yeah, well, He loved Cleveland. At one point, though, Joe Hayden was a top yes. cornerback. Two to three in the league. I remember, and it's funny that you mentioned that about A.J. Green, because that's something that I remember specifically about his career in Cleveland was every time we played Cincinnati. Yeah. AJ Green did not put up the numbers because Hayden could shut people down. 
He would yeah. go on to the number one receiver, and that yep. would be it. You'd have that quarterback would be like, all right, who's two, three, who's my tight end? Because I cannot hit my number one. Yeah, ask uh, ask any of the NFL got the guys out there. Stats, he's the third best cornerback in the league. Yeah, I don't. I don't, Still. I don't. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, he's Craziness. this is his. He's what 30, 31 years old. He's still playing elite corner play for the Steelers, unfortunately. But I, I mean, what, what a player! Many, I, I always loved watching him. How many tackles did you say that Dansby had? I was curious. Uh, thirteen hundred total. Thirteen hundred total. It was like nine hundred and seventy something solo. Gotcha. Joe Hayden has 525 uh, combined tackles at at cornerback to go with 27 career interceptions. I mean, Uh I love him. I love him. That's my guy. I know. It's a a very, very good pick. Okay, so now I'm on the clock here for two picks. Yep. I'm going to take, because uh, Joe Hayden just went Mm -hmm. to Josh, I'm going to take Denzel Ward. That was my number two. Early, take, uh, yeah, okay. I wanted to take him because the other cornerbacks there, yeah, we got some good guys, but Denzel's one of the best there. Um, and then going to kind of take – he was all he was very good for Cleveland. Uh, but one of my favorite players to watch while he was there, especially, you know, kind of growing up because he was there, you know, when I was kind of – like I was all – I'm always been a Browns fan, but, you know, when I was actually like paying attention, watching every game every single week. I'm going to take Dequel Jackson. Oh, oh, yes. Good for you, that buddy. That's a boy. Okay. Dang. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Uh, and he actually went on to Indy and actually had a pretty good, you know, run there for three years. I'm not sure if he's still playing or not. I don't think so. He'd be pretty old by now. Yeah, he played for – I know he played for seven or eight seasons in Cleveland. Let me look. Oh, t- yeah, his last year playing was 20. In 2008, Dequel Jackson had 154 – Combined yeah. tackles. Yeah. He's a freak. The dude made a million oh. tackles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, he ended up – he ended in Indy in 2016. So, he played 10 years, seven in Cleveland, three in Indy. Had 1,192 tackles. And I think he had – yeah, he had oh, – I only had one. I thought he had three touchdowns I saw in his career. Yeah, three defensive touchdowns he was responsible for. All right. Well, that sucks. Um, <laughs> great pick by you, though, Zach. Thank um, you. All right. Well, then I'm I'm going into my defensive line. Um, I'm going to go into that end position, and I'm going to take Jabal Sheard. Nice pick. That's a good um, pick. Jabal nice. Sheard had a, a pretty good career in Cleveland, um, and then he goes on to New England to just do more of the same. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, and crazy lot, good I know there was a lot of fans that weren't like they expected him to be a Miles Garrett type of a player, but all he did was lead the Browns in sacks for like four years, three or four years or whatnot that he was there. I think from like 11, 12, and 13. Yeah, so he had his rookie year, eight and a half, and then seven, then five and a half, and then he had, well, and then dropped down to two. Then when he rolled into New England, it was eight, five, 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 four and a half. I mean, he's yeah. just. Yep. Dude's got 51 and a half career sacks. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's a D tackle position. That's a good yeah. pick. Yep. I, I had him eyed up. He was one of the two people I did research on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Good job, so. Josh. Way to take that pick. That's right. Am I up? Yeah, you yep. are. Okay, so with my second pick, I'm going to take another guy. I'm just going to keep building on the secondary, and I, uh, I'm i going to take – Um, I will take Dante Whitner. Ooh. Okay. So nice. um, 11 picks, two touchdowns, uh, 802 tackles, 53 pass breakups. Um, another lockdown guy. I feel like I'm just – you know, you're not going to be able to throw on me right now. I like I like that. I like your squad so far. Thank you. I appreciate that. 
So that brings me on the clock, and I'm actually really happy you took him because okay. I had a guy eyed up that I just can't get enough of. Okay. So I'm going to go – I'm going to also lock up my secondary. I'm going to lock up my safety position here. I'm taking TJ Ward. It's a yep. great pick. Yep. That's, that's yeah, good. between those the, two. Yeah. yeah Love TJ Ward. Probably when he played on the Browns, he was w- one of the, my favorite Browns players. The way he – I loved how he just didn't care about the new roles too. He would just – Lay people out. Is TJ Ward not? Is he not similar kind of to the Jamal Adams yes. you see today? Uh-huh. Yes. Can do everything on the field. He can cover. You can line him up in the box. He'll stop the run. Not afraid to tackle people. Yeah. I, I was. I was very upset when we let him go. He went and won a Super Bowl with Denver. But I was very upset when we just kind of gave up on him. Didn't want to give him any money. Yeah, I didn't get. And then we end up bringing in Dante Whitner, right. who was. Good, but Dante Whitner was definitely at the tail end of his career. Compared to right. T.J. Ward was right. smack dab in the middle of his prime. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, all right. So I'm still. I guess it is kind of nice. I get two picks in a row here. Uh-huh. I do like that. Um, I'm going to lock up the safety position, and I'm going to go with I, what I believe I think is the only Pro Bowler in this position for us. I'm going to lock up to Sean Gibson. So okay, I uh, like him. Yeah, a Pro Bowler for the Browns. What do he do? Only led the league in interceptions. I'm pretty Got sure. Then he, went, then he went down to Jack, <laughs> then he went down to Jacksonville, and was part of the best defensive uh, unit in the league when the year they went to the AFC Championship. So I think the guy's a beast. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sitting with Miles Garrett, TJ Warren, Sean Gibson. So I'm getting after the quarterback, and you can't throw on me. Interesting. What are your stats, Justin? I know you for, got him over um, there for uh, uh, Gibson. Yeah. Uh, 46 pass breakups, 23 picks, one forced fumble, three touchdowns, 314 solo tackles, 437 total. Solid. Yeah. Solid career. Really, really solid. Um, now we're working our way back up. Yes. Justin is on the clock. So, um, with all these DNs getting pulled off, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and grab one. Um, and a guy that I'm waiting for some things to happen in Cleveland, but a really, really good career so far. I'm going to go with uh, Olivier Vernon. 54 and a half sacks so far. Eight forced fumbles, an interception, 216 solo tackles. Guys, yeah, the guy was a stud. When when he's healthy. Yeah. He can, and I think he can still return to that type Absolutely. of form yeah. as long as he can stay healthy. Yeah. I think that's his biggest thing. And maybe kind of the offseason we're having here benefits a guy like him that is always hurt. He doesn't have that chance. You know, to, he's getting banged up in practice or something. Now he's out for a couple weeks, and it's something that lingers. How many times do we see that? Somebody gets hurt in training camp, and they're hurt all year long. Correct. All right, so the draft turns to me, and I'm going to go linebacker, a guy that I still love watching whenever he's on TV. I'm going to take Demario Davis. Okay. Good Um, pick. Huge, crazy The guy guy has just been a stud everywhere. Um, When he was with Cleveland – Let's see here. He had 99 combined tackles, two sacks. Um, he's got over 800 tackles in his career, 22 and a half sacks. Uh, guy just wrecks it out there. Yep. I love watching him. Yep. Can we just talk for a second? Look at all the talent the Browns have it's, had on defense. It, I literally was researching and just going, man, these guys are all really good great, players. great careers. Yeah, like I almost feel like we never had these guys, though, at the same time. Or in their primes. <laughs> yeah, like a so, lot of these guys were – 
Well, we've talked about it before. They've come to Cleveland at the tail end or, you know. But, I mean, the Browns are throwing some good defensive. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hard when you have a different head coach and defensive coordinator every year. I mean, quarterback. And then you get new – you got front office changes, so you got new new people coming in. Well, I don't want these guys. I want my guys. And then you have these studs out here that are on the team that end up just getting cut or traded or whatever just because they're not part of the new person or the new regime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they go on to New Orleans or – uh, New England, and then they play for five, six more years just tearing it up. Yep. Yeah. All right, so I'm back on the clock. Two picks. I'm going to stay in the position. I already got a really good middle linebacker. I'm going to stay there because it's one of the Browns' positions where right now, like today, I don't like what we have to offer. So I'm going to take this guy that I fi- I thought we should have signed. I'm going to take Christian Kirksey yep. at left linebacker. Okay. I think we should have gave him money. Uh, to keep him. I know he's been injured the last two years, but when he was healthy, he was one of the best players on our team on the defensive side. So I'm taking Kirksey at left linebacker, switching over to right linebacker. I'm taking Jamie Collins. Great pick. Dang, Great I was picks. eyeing up Jamie yep. Collins. So now my linebackers are done. I got Kirksey, Dequell Jackson, Jamie Collins. It's really solid. Pretty that's, really not, solid. that's not too bad. No. That's like the opposite of real-life Cleveland Browns right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right, well then uh, – so you did your two picks, right? So I'm back. Yep, up. you're back on the clock. Well, then I I'm going to up. I just took Demario Davis at linebacker, right linebacker. So I'm moving into the middle, and I'm going to take Joe Schobert. Dang, okay. man, very good. Yep. Yeah, shouldn't have let him go I, either. If I could, yeah. <laughs> if I could have picked two, I was going to. I'd be like, hey, I'm going to take Joe Schobert, and he's going to be my left line. <laughs> you could have. <laughs> you could have. But I was, I was like, ah, I liked Kirksey and Jamie Collins. His career in Cleveland, like he was really good in Cleveland, but he was also great elsewhere. Yeah. Really? Okay, so, well, if we're going to be doing this and we're just going to keep linebackers going, I'll tell you what, I'll go ahead and take um, a guy that was, I thought was excellent for the Browns. I'm going to go Scott Vegeta at right. Yeah. Great, I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. An older pick there. Yeah. Forgot about some him. Of our yeah. newer Browns fans, maybe um, younger. Would you like some stats? Yes. Bring them. Yes, so, uh, 667 tackles, 23 and a half sacks, 7 picks, 11 forced fumbles, 23 pass breakups. Another, another, another stud. Another guy that just tons of production. Linebackers. Do you have the stats like printed that. out on every one of these guys on absolutely, the list? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm done looking I'm, it up, man. You can. Just I'm, uh, I'm, you know, you I'm have coming. the internet and stuff on the. I'm a, I'm a paper and pen guy. <laughs> I had to borrow up. I had a, yeah. Yep. 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 How you doing without your glasses over there? You're reading glasses. I uh, well, I mean, it's a little <laughs> tough. I'm also really tired, but decent. <laughs> All right, so that puts me on the clock for two. Yes, sir. Yes. Well, what kind of mistakes are you going to make? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I was, I was eyeing up some linebackers and you guys just took them all. So I kind of got to rethink my strategy now. Um, So I think I'm going to stay, I think I'm going to stay in the secondary and just kind of stack up my secondary here. A guy who every, I'm going to take a guy who's on our team now. Every time he gets to play for the Browns, all he does is produce. Um, I'm going to go with Terrence Mitchell, Terrence Money Mitchell. I, I know Greedy's out there, but at this point in the career, I think Terrence Mitchell might be better than Greedy. Is that your first cornerback that you took? Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering. Yeah, Mitchell's not a bad player at yeah. all. No, not at all. I don't hate that okay. pick. Not at all. And then for my second pick here, I think I'm going to stay corner and just lock this up. I think I'm, I'm going to take uh, Greedy. Okay. So okay. 
I mean, I think you could say one of the strengths of. I see how you did that. You took Terrence Mitchell, so you had to pay him more money. Got greedy with his with the on next his rookie pay. contract. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. I think I think right now one of the strengths of the Browns' defense is obviously their front seven. But I think in the back end, when healthy, I think we're we're pretty good. And so I think Terrence Mitchell, even though Terrence Mitchell doesn't even start for us, I think on past Browns team, he definitely would have started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I yeah. agree. Definitely agree with that. Interesting. So I'm up for one, right? Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take a guy that came from Green Bay. Who you're looking at? Jermon Williams. Um, 34 picks, you know, four and a half sacks, touchdown, six force fumbles. Yeah. Another reliable guy, another guy that we got that probably was towards the tail end of things, but another really, really good career. 541 solo tackles. As a career, he can hold my team down. (laughs) (laughs) I was eyeing him up. I was, but then I, I wanted to give the current Brown some love. Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. pick. All right, so that, that throws it back to me. So I'm going to go. I've already got Jabal Sheard on one side of my line, so I'm putting Emmanuel Ogba on the uh-huh. other side. Yeah, that's a good okay. pick. I like uh, he's, you know, he went on now. He's in Kansas City, doing well there. But with the Browns, you know, five and a half sacks, four, three, had uh, 53 tackles as a uh, rookie. Um, another player that I think could have done a lot more with the Browns if we had just made the investment in him and in his career, developing him, all that kind of stuff. I just don't feel like he ever got quite the fair shot that I thought he should have. It was almost yeah. like he was the odd man out. Like, we, we signed some people and stuff, and they were like, oh, we think these guys are going to be good, so we're going to focus. And then Ogba kind of turned out to be better than all of them. Like, mm-hmm. it was like a poor personnel decision on our end, which we're accustomed to. It was almost like, yeah, he turned out a little better than those guys, and the people in charge were like, well, that shouldn't be happening. He should Get those other guys in there, don't you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he shouldn't be that good. Yep. I agree. So I'm back on the clock here. Two picks. I'm going to take current uh, Browns player. I'm going to take Shelton Richardson at uh, D-tackle. There. I was eyeing him Irish up. Pick. He's good. So I'm yep. going to take Sheldon Richardson. Nice. To help kind of sure up and clog up the middle there. And then I'm also going to take. The silence. <laughs> well, there's a couple. There's a couple of different guys I really like, and it's and yeah, like kind of Blake knows. I know this from last week. You can you can like two guys. That other guy most likely is going by the time it gets back around to you. So you yep. got to decide which one you want more. Yep. And I think that Hugh Jackson take, will still be their next pick. I'm going to take. Absolutely. I'm no, he take, won't. He can get uh, past me. I'm going to take Demarius Randall. Oh. <laughs> I'm taking him at strong safety. Um, okay. I like Peppers that's still out there. So, But I like Demarius Randall. Uh, when he played in Cleveland, he was electric for us when he was healthy. He should have been a pro bowler. And yeah. I cannot believe how quickly like the relationship between him and the Browns deteriorated. Yeah. He was a big-time Cleveland Brown guy. He was always going on their radio shows. They love him in Cleveland, and I thought he loved to hear. I do not know what happened yeah, and it all kind of happened. It seemed like it happened overnight, yeah, almost. Yep. Yeah. So, but I really enjoyed watching him play. And like I said, when he was healthy in Cleveland, and he was happy, and we weren't just like not playing him, 
He was super good. So. I'm a, yeah, I'm a big Demarius Randall fan. I kind of I wish he was still in Cleveland. I don't understand. I don't understand what happened in that. Yeah. So I am finished with this round, going back down. Okay. Well, that's uh, back to me then. So I'm going Larry Ogunjobi, mm-hmm. defensive tackle. Very good. Um, you guys suck. Yeah, yeah. Currently on the team, I think sticking him <laughs> in there with Sheard and Ogba would be really sweet. Uh, says he's already got you know twelve sacks. He's he's done it in three seasons. So. For a guy who's not playing every single down, um, you know, because we have Sheldon Richardson in there, so yes, uh, having Ogan Joby's, uh, I feel good about that. So, um, we were kind of talking about this before the show even started, but I'm going to throw the first curveball here. A guy that played linebacker for the Browns, but was more successful in his career as a defensive end from another team that. Used to be the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> One, Paul Kruger. Paul Kruger, I like Um, I, Yeah. 21 and a half sacks. I mean, a lot of production. Eight force fumbles. Tons of tackles. I'm just trying to get this, uh, you know. Where are you putting ends. him? Uh, um, Linebacker and, or end? End, absolutely. Good pick. I like it. Well, so that leaves me, and you guys literally picked – Every single person I was eyeing up, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of eyeing up this guy. Nope, you guys took him. Um, I do think, you know, my back end's kind of short up here, so I think I'm going to start focusing uh, up front a little bit. Mm. I think I'm going to go with a guy who was drafted pretty early by the Browns and, you know, showed some glimpses like he could be really good, but then he went on to a team that just wins Super Bowls every year and had a really productive career and still playing. I think I'm going to go with Danny Shelton. Yeah. That's a smart pick. Yeah. On the uh, on the defensive line, D-tackle. Um, again, he showed glimpses when he was in Cleveland, and then all he's done is go – once he got put into like on a good team with a good system and good coaches, all he's done is perform and play well, win Super Bowls. Uh, I think with my next pick, I think I'm going to stay right up front. I'm going to go with an old-school Browns player. Some of you young uh, Bucks might not remember this guy. I'm going to go with a Ty Rubin. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. A good pick. I looked at him when I was looking at Sheldon Richardson, but so one went more current. <laughs> I was uh I was looking up some uh Ruben stuff. Guy had four pass defense and an interception from like the nose tackle position. The guy I remember him way back in the day, you know, when I was younger, and the guy was just a solid, solid defensive lineman for us. One of those guys where, you know, if we could put him on today's roster, it'd probably be even more productive because he was playing on a team when Man, we were awful. Yeah. Nope, I like that pick. Ruben was a sixth-round pick, I believe, by the Browns. Really? Yeah, so he was not like a high draft capital. He was not a guy who was expected to come in and do what he did, which we like that in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times we take people early, and they don't do what we want them to do. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. everybody. <laughs> Which you kind of did. I mean, not that Danny Shelton wasn't great, but he did not live up right. really to that first-round right. expectation. And then you have Ruben, who surpassed his six-round expectation. So you got a nice little balance there. In Danny Shelton's defense, I don't think he was, like, projected that high. I think that, if I remember correctly, the Browns, like, really, really, really reached on him and took him crazy high. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's uh, that's about typical. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. I'm going to go back to my secondary, um, going back a few years again, and I'm going to go with Mike Adams. Um, 83 pass breakups, 30 picks, 13 forced fumbles, six sacks, 
861 total tackles for his career. Those aren't bad stats. No. No. Kind of shocking because, like, I remember him being good and, like, competing for the job. But, like, you look at his career and you're like, oh, hey. He ended up playing for a long time. (laughs) Good for him. Yeah. All right. So then I'll I'll take it next here. And I'm going to pick Desmond Bryant as my other defensive tackle. Um, I I remember, and this he's a little bit older too. I remember Desmond Bryant when he was in Oakland. He he was he was pretty good. Um, and then coming into Cleveland, it says uh, three and a half sacks his first year, but then he had five and six. You know, the next two years, um, twenty five total sacks in his career. Uh, not elite, elite, but I still think that mixed with the other guys I have on my line, I'd I'd be happy throwing him in there in that mix. You know what's really crazy? So when we start listing off some of these stats with these uh these D linemen that played you know maybe nine, ten years ago, mm-hmm. six sacks was a good year for that guy. Yeah. yeah. Six you know? sacks is a good year anyway. And what's that tell you about guys like uh Watt and uh Donald? Those guys are getting twenty sacks from the defensive tackle position. Yeah, I mean like so and it's for, crazy for Brian, how the, we're going back to two thousand and nine, uh whenever that was his first season. Yeah. And it it wasn't the passing league that it is now. There was no Patrick Mahomes. I mean, yeah, they, they threw the ball, you know, frequently, but it wasn't like it is now. Right. The running games were still very, very prevalent. It's crazy. It's just crazy how much the game has changed, how much the position has changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, six sacks was good for that guy. And if Donald came out and had six sacks, we'd wonder what was going on. Right. Right. Yep. So, okay. So that puts me back on the clock. I'm going to take, I need a DN. And you guys took all the good ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> But this guy we took first round, six pick. I'm gonna take Barkevius Mingo. He's oh still boy. hanging around out there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He uh, he's bounced around. I I was looking him up. He's bounced around. He played for Cleveland for a couple years. Went and won a Super Bowl with the Patriots because that's what Cleveland Browns players do. Yeah, <laughs> the rite um, of passage. Then he went to the Colts. He was actually pretty good for the Seahawks and the Texans the last couple years. Um, that he was actually making plays. And now I think he's just on a team where he could succeed. Uh, he's with Chicago Bears now. Opposite oh. Khalil. Yeah, All right. I mean, just being on that team, <laughs> team they had to throw three, four guys at Khalil Mack just to stop him from getting to the quarterback. So I'm going to take Mingo as one of my ends. And so let me put him in here. Sorry for the dead silence, everybody. We are updating our boards as we go. Right, yeah, because that's... <laughs> Don't want to be that guy. That if you're listening and not watching, <laughs> I, there's, I'm literally uh, my papers are getting real uh, shuffled over here. There's a good chance I'm doing that. So we're I'm starting to get lie. to the point now. Like it, it didn't take it, it took longer than it did with offense, but now we're starting to get to the guys where I'm like, okay, I don't know if I want any of these people now. Like there's still a couple should, of decent ones out man. there, but yeah, you'd be surprised. Like, yeah, that's yeah, definitely to that point where you're like, okay, now I got to make this pick. I got to pick the guy that's still available that's gonna get. I'm gonna get the most for. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely think that, uh, let's see, I'm going to go with, I need, I need a free safety. I'm going to go Morgan Burnett. You, mm. I'm going to go Morgan Almost Burnett just because like, out there. I liked, I liked some of the other guys that are on there. I, I, well, I don't know if I like them, but I at least <laughs> remembered them. Um, Correct. And Morgan Burnett, I think, is probably you take you took Gibson. I thought he was obviously by far the best. I'll take Burnett. I think he's a you want some best. stats because that was going to be my pick. All right, yeah. Um, if you want to throw some out yeah. there, 2011, 100, 106 tackles, 123 the year after that, 96, 130. He's got 769 total. 
career tackles, nine and a half sacks. Yep. And he's got uh, 10 interceptions. Eight forced fumbles. The dude, the dude has Crazy been a monster line. in his Thanks, career. Guys. So. Yeah, no Thank problem. You. Great. Thanks for telling me it was a great pick. <laughs> he's, way, he's definitely way better well, than the uh, research. Uh, I was locked and loaded, man. <laughs> Screwed me up. So those were both mine. So I just took Mingo and Burnett. So okay. I'm looking. We got one, two, three. We only got four picks left. I know. Yeah, this Great. thing's cruising right along. Yes. I think, it, you know, it helps with the, the speed of the draft when there's more than eight good players to pick. And we're from. like, all right, right, guys, stall here because I got to look through because <laughs> yeah. I don't remember I gotta, any of these guys. Yeah. I got to find out where Pork Chop's playing. <laughs> yes. Any of these guys having good practice sessions? Yeah. Right. So, if you guys I, want to stall for me for just a hot yeah, yeah absolutely. Second. Did we touch on so why Josh is looking? Did we touch on the whole Willie Sneed thing and him we with the Miles no. with the Miles Garrett? So he came out and kind of lashed out at Miles Garrett getting his contract, and I just thought, you know, looking back, I was like, and Justin, we kind of talked about like he, we gave him his first look, yeah, like, and this guy's out here talking about one of the better players in the NFL, like, hey, you weren't good enough to play for the Browns, we cut you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he's actually gone on had a had a pretty good career. And I think he came out and apologized afterwards and was like, hey, yeah. you know, Browns fans, because Browns fans don't forget that you didn't make it on our team. Yeah. We cut <laughs> and you. And we're garbage. Yeah, we cut you back. And we gave you a chance or whatnot, and now you want to come out and, like, bad talk. What was he saying? He's, he literally put the tweet out, the same thing with, like, Josh said about how many times he could, how many more times Miles Garrett could hit right. Mason Rudolph oh. on the helmet. Right, yeah. So yeah, he came out with all that, and then Browns fans just went shredded in, him. Just went in. Just on went in on. Him. Here's the thing. My favorite thing about Brown, we're a different breed, man. Yeah, <laughs> we're we have hate breed. in our heart. Like so, a little bit. In one st- quick story. My dad, when he was you know our age, younger, he got all dressed up Browns gear, went to a Steelers game in Pittsburgh. He said everybody was super nice. Mm-hmm. You know, they were tailgating, giving them food, all kinds of stuff, drinking with them, having a good time. If you did that in Cleveland, we would, we so would destroy how, you. Do you have your pick? Because I could tell a story. Yeah, I got it. I got <laughs> I, one too. So. I went to a Baltimore game in Cleveland, and a guy was wearing a Super Bowl Ray Lewis white jersey and running his mouth real bad. Now he was very drunk. Everybody in the section that I was in was very drunk, <laughs> and a guy that was like the row behind him hit him in the face with a hot dog, like mustard, <laughs> ketchup. Nice. It was the craziest thing. That was the second. Uh, most nervous I've ever been in a Browns game. Monday night Baltimore game was, I've never wanted to get out of Cleveland so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I was so just I, terrified. So I have a friend, and Blake knows him. So Cody Stress, who he listens, he's a Ravens fan, listens to every episode of our podcast. So shout out to that, that he's actually listening to us. Uh, <laughs> doesn't always agree with everything we say, and he's vocal about that next time he sees us. But uh, he went, he said the same thing. He's gone to a Pittsburgh game, Baltimore Ravens jersey on, nothing. Didn't mm-hmm. say anything. Everybody, you know, welcome. Hey, you know, welcome to Pittsburgh. Respectful. He came to Cleveland. He said, beer thrown on him. Yep. <laughs> uh, constant, just yelling at him the entire time. You know, if Browns did something good or if he cheered because the Ravens did something good. Then he said his uh, scariest part was he had to go to the bathroom, walked up to go to one of the Porta Johns, and he heard from outside, there's a Ravens fan in there. <laughs> he he <laughs> hurry up, got out because he thought they were going to tip it over <laughs> with no, him in it. I saw a guy in a urinal get kicked in his back. <laughs> like they like yeah. 300 Spartan him, kicked him into the urinal. And yeah. I was just like, this I is unbelievable. Browns fans, I'm yeah. telling you. We're a different breed, and I love it. Yeah, Don't come too. to my city in that garbage, <laughs> yeah. Cody Stress. I'm if calling we, you out. You want to come? Yeah. yeah. I guess we the, wanna... the big thing is you. your team's already going to beat us, so, so don't be stupid. Yeah. 
So yeah, we're gonna wear a white tee. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't let people know what you're doing. Just sit there and just take the game in. Yeah, that's that's like my favorite thing about Cleveland, man. Like some people might say it's disrespectful, but I love well, it. Was, so, that, was that good? Would you get oh, yeah, time absolutely. to get that pick? I appreciate the stories, guys. So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna take a guy who's on the team right now, a guy that I am very excited for uh, to see how his career goes. He was the second leading tackler on the Browns this past season as a rookie. Okay, and I'm taking Mac Wilson. Yeah, I like it. Okay, 82 combined tackles, 57 solo last year as a rookie, meaning he wasn't starting the season on the field very often. You know, he had to work his way into the fold. Right. And he ended up having a, a great rookie season. I'm very excited to see what this kid turns into. And the talent's there. You can yeah. see that the talent is definitely there. And as much as I hate Alabama, you want to pull in an Alabama defender late in the draft, too. And I remember Wilson yeah. was PO'd. Yeah, that he, he was, they were saying he was going to be he a first-round guy. Yes. And he he was so mad that he got taken, not by the Browns, but he got taken so late. Yes, yep. And he came chip. in with a huge chip. Yeah, exactly. I love that about a guy. Absolutely. Good pick. Thank you. I was on <sighs> him up a lot. So... I really, 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 really hate all you guys. <laughs> cool. Oh, so awesome. Blake, you got two picks here. So no, no, no. Justin's no, up. I am oh, definitely Justin, up. Yes, I You're had, really okay. had, the, it's had the order wrong it's, from don't last worry about week. It. Last it's week, cool. you followed Josh. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm going to um, finish my secondary and get that second cornerback uh, spot locked up. I'm going to go with Sheldon Brown. Um, another guy, big career. 562 tackles, 133 pass breakups, 26 picks, nine forced fumbles, eight sacks, six touchdowns. I feel like if my uh, team was just, you know, based on analytics, I'm, I'm taking this. Yeah. I'm analytics based right now, which hasn't proven when did any he, success. Do you know when he played in Cleveland? I don't have I can't, that. I was going to say, I couldn't remember the exact I don't year. have that. I could look it up real quick. I was just, I just couldn't remember, and we're stalling for Blake. Yeah, Blake, Blake go ahead and stall, buddy. I'm gonna do some research. Well, but. I got my, I got my next pick lined up. Okay. Um, I got to start. You know, I got to start with linebacker at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with a guy who's on the team. We actually took early. We love the way he played, um, in college, and I think he's got a lot of potential once he gets his mind right with the game. I'm gonna go with Sione Takitaki. I just love his name. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a football name, and the guy. What I always hear about him is he. Like, even in practice, the dude's like a scout team hero. He just, like, 110% every single snap. I He loves to hit. I, th- I think he's going to be really good NFL player. It just might take him a little longer to catch up. But luckily for him, he's got a good secondary around him on my team and a good D-line to help him out. Yeah, man. When we were talking earlier uh, this year on previous episodes about the, the weakness of our defense right now kind of being that linebacking core, it's not for lack of young talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about Mac Wilson, Sion Takitaki. Yeah, these guys could be pro bowlers in, yep. in the next few years. For sure. Um, you guys can stall for a second if you yeah, want. Yeah, Zach, so to touch, <laughs> yeah. On, uh, to touch on that, it was he played his basically a whole career in Philly uh, from 2002 until 2010. He was traded to the Browns for a fourth and a fifth with another guy. I'm not going to say who this guy is because he's still on the board and he still has value. Okay. Somebody may need him. Okay. Okay. But yeah, um, Keep it quiet and then you can Absolutely. Bring yep. yep. But um, so for the Browns, he had seven picks over three seasons, a touchdown. Looks like about 130 tackles. Okay. One, one sack. Okay. Gotcha. All right, Blake. 
Time's up. Pick yep. now. What do you got? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so, Next pick. So I'm trying to do some, you know, some quick research on the fly, and everybody I look up, they don't have any stats. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I, I pull up their Wikipedia. I look up their Wikipedia page, and it's like signed by the Bills in 2015, released by the Bills in 2015. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I don't have many. Because yeah, uh, you're not linebacker here. wise. What do you have right now? I got Sioni, man. That's it. He's manning it for me. Well, there's definitely a guy out there I'm looking at right now yeah. that I would want. Oh, to. I see. I, 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 I know, know who you're too. talking about. Yep, absolutely. 100%. Yep. yep. That's a linebacker? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, no, no, Zach. No. Oh, sorry, Justin. It's fine. Sorry, Justin. Don't there's worry about nobody it. there that I want to. Absolutely, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. There are some good DNs left in this board, though. Yeah. <laughs> there's not. I need there's another There's not. And I need tackles, one, yeah. anything. Um. Well, okay. Uh, All right. If you need a minute, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. You yeah. guys have some stories about going to Browns games about you know Steelers fans, Ravens yeah. fans, and all that kind of stuff. I went to the Chargers game two years ago. Okay. Three Chargers fans sitting, you know, about five or six rows in front of us. I mean, come on, it's the it's the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Right. And these guys were just, you know, every time the Chargers did something because it was Hugh Jackson Browns, so they were beating the crap out of us. These guys are getting all loud and cheering. And I mean, of course, it's their team. Correct. Yeah. I mean, th- there was a guy standing right behind them. So one guy's got a, uh, like a beanie on. It's, it's all blue. It's Chargers. Mm-hmm. Takes his hat and just chucks it, right? <laughs> just nice. throws it. Nice. So these guys getting, and not like a fight fight, but they're shoving each other and they're yelling. And all of them got kicked out. They got escorted out. And I'm like, I was always with my dad. And we're like, this is, they're, they're Chargers fans. Yeah. Right. Apparently and and it's rowdy. like you start getting a little rowdy with Browns fans around you. Yeah. It's just yeah. not a good move. Yeah. Most fun I've ever had. I've went to two Buffalo games in Cleveland and it's like six I'd, to three. I'd, <laughs> I'd literally rather go to their uh, tailgate, like the visitor oh, tailgate. Yeah. It is insane. Buffalo fans they are, go hard. Like, so I hate that shout song and I hated everything about it, but by like. 10.30, I was You're so drunk it. that I was, like, getting ready to get, like, <laughs> slam me through a table. <laughs> I want to do that next. Now, like, they banned all that stuff. I've been to two, though, and, like, but they sell out. It yeah. was more than 50% Buffalo fans in the, and, like, it, this, they romped us both games. <laughs> yeah. One was, like, in a blizzard. It was awful. Well, you've never been so to a Spiller, win, so. Yeah, yeah, CJ Spiller <laughs> literally lit us up, like, ran for, like, 200 yards. It's awful. Worst day of my life, other than the other 19 games or 20 games I've been to. <laughs> so, Blake? Yeah, Blake, you going to make a pick? or? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I got my guy. I'm going to go with left linebacker here. I'm going to go with Chris Gokong. That was the guy that was traded okay. with uh, Sheldon Brown. Not yep. the guy that I would have picked. Not I'll the take one I was thinking guy. of either. We'll have to talk if we yeah. don't. Well, I'm going to do it for you right here. Okay. I think that I'm going to do it for okay. you. So, I'm going to go ahead, and I really need to lock up middle linebacker. I'm going to go with Eric Barton. There, That's who I was thinking. Okay. That's one of the guys I was thinking. Yeah. There's still another guy out there that I like. That, I don't know. Maybe it's just a Browns fan in me. Um, Eric Barton's Barton. Barton's go. Uh, 629 total tackles, 20 sacks, 8 forced fumbles, 4 picks, 21 pass breakups. Okay, so recap real quick. Who do you guys still got out there available at linebacker? Because now all the middle linebackers are gone. Yes. You got James Luca, Mayava, <laughs> Nate Orchard, James Burgess, uh, Matt Roth, James Michael Johnson, and Cam Johnson. Okay. All right. So that was Justin's pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So does that put that's mean then, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm going to take a guy who I just realized was still out here, and I would have taken him sooner had I seen this. Mm. Let's see. I'm just trying to remember when did he play in Cleveland? Okay, it wasn't that long ago. I'm taking Jason McCordy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cornerback. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I, yeah. I, I forgot all about this guy. So yep. we're talking 681 career tackles, 18 interceptions. I mean, just just still balling out for the Patriots, which we keep saying stuff about Browns now playing for Patriots or <laughs> going to the yeah. pa- whatever. But I can't believe I took greedy over him. I didn't even I didn't even see his name there. That's yeah, a, that's, that's a, a misstep on that's me. That's a big one. I mean, that's a I step on everybody. I mean, I, I feel like Greedy's going to have a. I mean, he could go on to have a great career, but we're talking just, about career so far. Yeah, he just hasn't. And that's the thing. Like, do you take the potential over proven? Right? I don't know. It hasn't really worked out for us. Well, he's going to yeah. start he's for gonna us be, this year, yeah, so no, he better be good. Yeah, that's true. Yep. So we got Justin up now. Uh, Where are you looking? I thought, oh, is it me? No, 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 no. You. You're, Gosh, up, you're I'll too. do messing it. up the order. No, no, no. It's fine. If you want, uh, yeah, no, let me go no. ahead. And, so I'm going to take. <laughs> I'm going to take off? cornerback. I'm going to take cornerback. Okay. I already had this guy lined up. Wasn't gr- that great in Cleveland, but mm-hmm. since he left Cleveland, been pretty well. I'm going to take Buster Screen. I was yeah. hoping. To, yeah. I, okay, so I remember Buster Screen's first year on the Browns. Every single game, I would be like, "How is this guy in the NFL?" Yeah, got burned. I was like, "This is the worst corner I've ever watched play professional football." Mm-hmm. And then the very next year, I thought he was our best defensive player. Mm-hmm. His career yeah. is shockingly good. Yeah, yeah. so he has uh, 507 tackles yeah. in his nine-year career. Uh, another guy that's now in Chicago playing on that defense. Um, one thing that I liked is he played. I was looking at his stats because. I uh, needed another cornerback, and every year except for three, so he's been in there nine years, he's played all 16 games. I thought he should have won NFL's most improved player in between those two years when he was at the Browns. Yeah. I was actually upset. when I I went from I wish this guy would get lost on his way to the game to upset that the (laughs) Browns didn't bring him back because I thought he, he he made a huge jump. I don't know what clicked for him. But he, I mean, he hits. He was all over the field. So funny. Um, we were doing podcasts the other night, um, and we had Devon Torrance in here. Mm-hmm. Okay, big played, fan. Yeah, yeah, big fan. Right, cornerback <laughs> for uh, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we played against him in high school. Yeah, uh, from Canton South. Um, and he said that you know at the combine he he did not run his forty the way that he wanted to. Like he knew he was a lot faster than what his forty time was. Mm-hmm. So when the NFL. Long story short, when the NFL draft came around, he was really thinking, okay, I, he, he had a good feeling he was getting drafted in the fifth round by Cleveland. That's what he wanted. And who'd Cleveland take? Buster, Buster Screen. Screen. Yep. Really? Yes, sir. That's what he said. What a small world. Yeah. And, man, when we first took him, I know that I was probably screaming for Torrance, and when Buster Screen came out and missed like 12 tackles a game <laughs> and couldn't cover anybody, I was probably extra angry. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, Devon so end up getting drafted? Real quick. No, I do not believe so. But I'll, I'll you know what? I'll look that up. Because if anybody out there does not know who Devon Torrance is, uh, I highly recommend go watch some highlights. He was awesome at Ohio State. He did. A, he talked a lot about. Um, you have to listen to that podcast episode. He talked about Malcolm Jenkins because he played uh, yeah. with him, and he just talked about what a dog he is. Like, just it makes me appreciate Malcolm Jenkins. I mean, I already did just watching him play. I'm like, right. <laughs> Man, I'm, okay, so I'm looking at the tackle. Okay? Not a lot of guys out there. So I'm looking at the stats, you know, just to compare people. So I look up Phil Taylor, right? Mm. I look up Phil Taylor. You yeah. know what the first thing that comes up on Google for Phil Taylor? Do not draft. No, Run it's stopper. the English darts player. That's who comes up for <laughs> Phil Taylor. He's not the ex- NFL, yeah. not the guy that was in the NFL. <laughs> oh, the God. English darts player. Wow. My um, dad works with a Phil Taylor. He used to. You're lucky he didn't pop up. Yeah, Phil Taylor darts player, actually real good. 
114 <laughs> professional tournaments. Yeah, hey, no, 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 no. You can't take him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you okay. Can't, you're not drafting that. Right. He's Taylor. not on the board. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I won't take the English darts player. I'm going to take Desmond Bryant. You can't. Why not? Oh, he's, he's already, already been taken. taken. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I missed that one. Yeah. Zach, okay. you're terrible. He's at on, this. He's on my line, I'm baby. Terrible. At this. Hey, the rules last week. What did we say? If you pick somebody who's already I'm, been drafted, okay. we're gonna make fun of you so bad. You can make fun Ricky of all you want. Seals Jones, best <laughs> tight end on hey. the board. Hey, just kidding, dog. I, I, you know, I got I, nothing I'm but love for you, bro. I'm 100 percent yeah. still in on Ricky. Seals I know. Jones. I know, man. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take. Okay, I'll go D ta- or defensive end. Then I'm okay. gonna take Avery. Okay. Yeah, and I, and I'm not gonna lie. That's a guy. That's that one of I the love. only guys that let that was left that yeah. you know, actually was decent. Jannard Avery, in my personal opinion, should never have been. Let he was go. traded, right? They traded him. Did we I, trade him or I let, him let him go? I thought he was traded for a fifth or something. But anyway, either way, yeah, never should have let him go. All the guy did every time he was on the field was like show glimpses of what he could be. And mm-hmm. yeah. I'd listen to the radio, and all anybody said was Jannard Avery at practice is just nobody can block him. And yeah. then all of a sudden, he's not on the team anymore. Yeah, they traded him. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I mean, he was – the talent was definitely there, the potential. Again, it goes back to that, you know, we, we draft these players, but we don't invest in their development. And that's, that's the problem with having all these changes in personnel. Um, nobody really gets a chance. If you don't come out and, you know, just light it on fire your rookie year, no one has any commitment to you because the very next year it's a whole new regime. Well, and I feel like we've been so desperate to win that, like, the the patience, there's no patience anymore. Uh It's like, do it now. I feel like we've been more patient with Baker than we ever would have been with some of these other guys. Last year, we we would have been screaming for a replacement. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, and and the thing is, though, the circumstances really aided that, I believe, because we already saw what Baker did in his rookie year. He was. Amazing. I'm sitting at home thinking, how oh, we got him. We got our guy. This guy's going to be the guy for the next 10, 15 years. He's a pro bowler. He's going to take us there. And then last year, Freddie Kitchens happened. And I fully blame it on Freddie and, and, and that offensive line oh, and the play calling. And it was just, you know, it's like, it's like having Tom Brady's your quarterback, but trying to run an option offense. Like what? That's stupid. You don't do that. So or like we talked about with the Ravens having uh, Lamar Jackson and running a straight up, you know, pocket passer type of offense, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Not built for it. So, um, am I up? You no, are up. Nope. I got two. I got. Oh, my, I got okay. my second pick here. Right? No, no. You took uh, Screen and Avery, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Listen to this guy. Just I know who picks. I know who I was taking with my next pick. Okay. So we'll see if he's still there. We coming will back see. Around. We'll see. All right, Josh, what are we doing here, man? All right, a couple picks left. I still need, actually, both the positions I need, you guys already have filled, so I can take whatever I want. Awesome. So I'm just going to go ahead and fill in my strong safety. I'm going to take Jabril Peppers. Okay. Uh, Obviously not exactly living up to that first-round pedigree that we took him as, but, I mean, I'm looking over his stats here, you know, and his rookie year he had 58 tackles, then 79, 76. He had 213 uh, tackle so far in his career in three years. I mean, he's not a bad player. No, Jabril's very solid, and I think, like some of the guys that are still on our team, I think he has a high ceiling. I think he has a chance if put in the right position. Cleveland misused him his yeah. first year. Like, 
criminally misused him. That's not the Had kind of player. Playing outfield, yeah, hanging out there. twenty-five yards yeah. off. That's not that the kind weird. of player he is. So no, I think I think he has a chance to be a very very solid pro. Yeah, his career with the Giants. Well, I'm sure he'll be. We'll be talking about him in the future. Um. Okay. So you guys are gonna probably think I'm crazy here. I need a uh, defensive tackle very very badly. Um. A guy that had a terrible terrible. You know, last season of his career in Cleveland. But as a whole, his career was very, very good. So he had one sack in Cleveland. I'm going to go with Randy Starks. Okay. 42 total tackles in his career. 230 solo tackles. Two forced fumbles, four interceptions, 20 pass breakups. I feel like I'm getting a lot of value there for, you know, somebody that's just hanging out. Well, right. some of these guys that have like 200 tackles, it sounds like a lot until you tell me he had a 15-year career and played right. 12. Played, played 12. 12. We're leaving that part <laughs> he, out. He played yeah. 200 yeah. games. Yeah. He had 200 tackles. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that, puts so how, me on the, that put me on the clock. So how many – okay, yeah, because you're going to end this round. How many picks do you got left? I got two picks right. left. Two I, need, picks. Uh, I need a D-end and I need a linebacker. Okay. So quick recap of my team for anybody who's not watching, if you're listening. I got Miles Garrett, Danny Sheldon, Atiyah Rubin, Chris Gokhan – Sione Takitaki, Terrence Mitchell, Greedy Williams, TJ Warren, Tashawn Gibson. Um, obviously, just like current day Browns, linebacking crew is definitely the weakest part of my team. Um, I got to go DN here. I'm going to go with a guy who I just think has the coolest football name left on mm-hmm. this list. Yep. And had a pretty good career for the Browns from what I remember uh, from back in the day. I'm going to go with Frosty Rucker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know, there you go. Solid, solid football player for the Browns. Uh, he had 21 and a half career sacks. So, I mean, I'm getting, especially my second to last pick, yeah. I'm getting, yeah. and the biggest thing, uh, another thing, um, like earlier, Frosty Rucker didn't get to play next to Miles Garrett or, you know, some of these other guys I'm putting up on mm-hmm. the defensive line. So I like, I like the Frosty Rucker pick. I think I'm getting good value this late in the round. Yep. Um, and then with my last pick, I'm going to go with a guy. So I need a right linebacker and there's not a ton of options. <laughs> Uh, I could go with, like, Nate Orchard, who gets cut everywhere. Um, I'm going to go with Kaluka Maiava. And Please explain who that is. So, I was doing some research, and he was a fourth-round pick by the Browns. And then he actually ended up going on to sign a three-year deal with the Raiders, a $6 million contract. Not a – you know, he was – Looking like he was going to have an okay career. He had uh, 165 tackles, four and a half sacks. And then in 2013, before he even got to play for the Raiders, he was charged with assault and criminal property damage (laughs) and released. So if I can keep this guy out of trouble, you know, I just got to keep, I got (laughs) to keep his head down, got to surround him with these veterans, uh, keep him, keep his head down. And then, hey man, you can take, you can take a, uh, a disciplined, Player because last week Justin took a sober Josh Gordon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. or not I, don't sober. Think, I don't think there is one. Not sober. <laughs> I'm yeah. hoping he wasn't sober. That's when he was balling out. <laughs> right. He yeah. was just locked in. He just wasn't get, yeah. being caught. <laughs> he was just transcendent. All of a sudden, he became like this top wide receiver, and they're like, well, let's see what's going on with this guy. And, like, <laughs> and all, everything came out. I stopped by the local dispensary on the <laughs> <before> the game. <laughs> oh, so you made your two picks, correct? Yep. So Justin's up. Okay. Um, so I uh, I need another tackle. A guy that, I mean, a lot of people, Browns fans will remember, but like 
super disappointing as far as what could have been. I go with Phil Taylor. Oh, I remember just thinking, God, yeah. this guy's so big. Yeah. So, so big. Stats, seven sacks, 68 tackles for solo, one forced fumble, three pass breakups. More of like a just absolute stuff the hole kind of, you know, guy. Um, just did not live up to expectations, but on this team, he he's not going to need to. So I was listening to the radio, actually, uh, a couple weeks ago, and John Greco was on. And they were asking him, you know, like, who were some of the tougher guys you ever had to go against in your career in practice? And he said one of the guys that he thought was the hardest to block in practice was Phil Taylor. Awesome. And Phil he Ta- just ended up <laughs> on my team. Phil Taylor just, I mean, he, like, came in hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Left hurt. Yeah. He's probably still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, icing his ankle right now listening to this show. <laughs> yep. Somebody's talking about me. It hurts. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and pick a position either you guys have forgotten about or I'm just going to be an idiot and be the first one to do it. But I'm going to go after my coach. And since we're doing defensive stuff right here, I'm going to take that crazy Greg Williams. I love Greg Williams. I like Lozenge Greg Williams. Williams. That's right, man. I I mean, we were playing at a very high level with him and the discipline. Maybe maybe he would not have been a great – term head coach he would have been better than freddie and and just yeah. because there was no discipline with freddie he's like what you saw at the end of that yeah baker's rookie year two years ago that team was like they were playing hard yeah they were disciplined i mean baker was, was barely getting sacked they're having fun yes it the was only, fun to watch the only thing with greg williams i'll say i think blake will also agree with me on this is there were so many times where that he would just send the house every play like, they were super, super predict. Not like sometimes it worked out, but, like, we got burned. We got burned on, burned on third and long on a screen pass at least once or twice a game. Yeah. Sure. But, you know, I, and this this might go against my de- – or to my detriment uh, picking him as my head coach, but he did not have any sort of offseason, any sort of preparation time. It was one day he's the defensive coordinator, and the next day, hey, you're the head coach, dude. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. But I liked him. I did. I agree. That's who I was going to take. I mean – I think he got a bad kind of deal and yeah, at the end of his uh, run in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so I need a D tackle and a head coach. That's what I got left. So I'll just go ahead and get the tackle all the way. Now I can't, and I can't remember if it's Meter or Meter. Meter. Meter, okay. Yes, so I'm taking Jamie Meter. Guys might remember he blocked the potential game-tying field goal in, against the Chargers 2016. Oh, the only win. Blocked, the and only. it was the only win. Yeah, okay. Snap, yep, that was the only win we had. Um, didn't have a huge, you know, great career. But he is a Cleveland guy, born in Cleveland, yeah. went to Ashland University, drafted out of there. So You're selling me on it. Yeah, so I I'm, it. I'm taking him. Uh, taking him. He's probably still a Browns fan to this day. If he's not, then I hate him. <laughs> um, so I'm going to take him to shore up my – uh, D tackle finish all my players now. So now I'm a head coach, and I'm gonna take a guy that um still successful in the NFL today. Uh, actually started out really well in Cleveland. I thought, hey, we finally got a guy. I'm going mm-hmm. Mike Pettin. That would have been my se- that was um, my other guy. Mike Pettin. I really I liked Mike Pettin. Uh, I hated Mike Pettin. I liked Mike Pettin. I thought he was. I thought he was. If he didn't have to play Johnny Manziel, he might have had a better career in Cleveland. I also name a coach so. that's successful with Johnny Manziel. Here's the. I I felt like <laughs> Mike Pettin though. Texas like that, right. that was about it. I feel like Mike Pettin though had was a huge reason why Johnny Manziel went the way he did. He treated him like 
complete garbage. Dude, Johnny no, Menzel co- was Johnny Menzel. Yeah. I, I hope no, everybody out there is screaming <laughs> that you're making excuses. I'm for not Johnny making excuses. Manziel. You brought you you drafted this young guy. You brought Brian Hoyer treated him like crap. Mike Pettin treated him like crap. He, maybe they all either. maybe Dude. they all realized that maybe Johnny Menzel was just crap. Well, he, no, when, when, when a guy doesn't show up, you might not have thought that he should have been on the drafted that high or whatever. He's still on your team. Brian Hoyer came out and like, yeah, I'm not showing this guy anything. Well, you don't know what also was happening behind the scenes. Yes. Maybe they saw Johnny was in the locker room doing coke. Yeah. Or whatnot. Wait, 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 wait. This was before he even. When got was Johnny to the ever room? in the locker room? <laughs> yeah. Right. He didn't even show Listen, up. I I hated. You're blaming these guys for disrespecting mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel, and he earned no respect. No. Nothing. Earned before, nothing. Uh, my problem with him was it was before. As soon as we drafted Brian Hoyer's out there, I'm not showing this guy anything. Yeah. Well, Brian Hoyer, you just lost like seven games in a row. So Brett Favre was the same way to Aaron Rodgers. And now he's doing the same thing probably to Jordan right. Love. Mm. Yeah, so Mike Pettin just, uh, you know, kind of throws himself. He's been coaching since 2002, so he's been in the NFL a long time. Uh, was the defensive coordinator for the Jets for a few years, was in Buffalo for a few years, um, and then he came to Cleveland as our head coach, was 7-4 and four until he had to start playing Johnny Manziel as his quarterback, and things were downhill from there. He lost, I think, seven of his <laughs> last nine games that he was a coach in Cleveland. Mind but you, he had to play Johnny because Brian Hoyer was trash. I would have played Brian Hoyer. I, I won. Okay, back then I was like, oh, yeah, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel was terrible. He might be, like, one of the worst quarterbacks we've had in the past decade. I'm not disagreeing with that, but Brian Hoyer was also out. trash. He, Brian Hoyer was not trash. He was. Tr- he still is trash. He's that's still in the NFL. He, that's why you're not getting those votes out He's there. He's still right? in the NFL. Trash. He can't beat out. Where's Jared, Johnny? He can't beat out Jarrett Stidham. Johnny's passed out in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> He's living his best life. He's retired a millionaire. Okay, so um, back to Mike Pettin, one of the Browns. I can't wait for you to pick Hugh Jackson. Um, that <laughs> oh the Brown, when he was with the Browns, uh, led the league in opponent pass rating at seventy four point one, ranked number two in interceptions. All he's done is turn Green Bay's defense into a top ten defense the last couple of years. I'm with you, Zach. I, I think liked that Mike, Mike Pettin. I uh, think that he got the raw end of a very nasty looking stick. Yes, he really uh, and, did. And I, there's no way that I look back and Mike Pettin wanted to play Johnny Manziel. No. Haslam's drafted Johnny Manziel. Mike Pettin was the, had to be the yes-man of, hey, I want to kind of keep my job. Was so that not play. whenever Ray Farmer got uh, suspended for yes. texting? Yep. Come on. Let your head coach coach. I mean, nobody's telling Bill Belichick during the game to put somebody else in a position. That ain't happening. Right. So that's the thing with Cleveland. Like I really – so who's got the next – so you pick – I'm up. And then Josh picks – so Blake gets whatever coach is left over that Josh is going to have to force him to make it. You mean Justin or yeah. Justin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and there's not going to be. Trust me, there. It's going to be the three that he didn't like because I guarantee you, he's not going to make that mistake. And I I'm bet. not going to make that mistake. All right, so we'll see though. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to solidify my winning roster from this draft uh, because I know I got it. So free safety, I'm taking Abram Elam. Okay. And I was looking up his stats and. The best year that he had was in Cleveland. He had 91 combined tackles that year. Uh, other years, he, he hit like 79, 68, 69. He's got, he only has three career interceptions. But, I mean, I'm just looking for guys to break up passes and, and make those tackles. That's a good so. pick. He was one of the guys that, you know, I remembered him from when he was playing in Cleveland. I just, Morgan Burnett was on the board at that point. Oh, and I, that's who I was going to take. Yeah. So you kind of, yeah, snuck that one from me. Who's your coach? <laughs> All right. So, um, I mean, it, out of the choices that were left, it, 
I mean, it was, it came down to two guys. I, I won't say the other one just because Blake's probably going to take that guy. But I'll go with um, Eric Mangini out of those guys that are left. Um, I mean, <laughs> he really. smart super, er, yeah, uh, football and mind. He didn't really get a great hand when he was the head coach of Cleveland. I mean, we were still, we couldn't put any kind of talent around this guy. He actually is a three-time Super Bowl champ with the Patriots. Um, I think he just rubs people the wrong way. Well, he had two good years in New York. Yeah, and in with six, the Jets. Nine and seven. Yep. yep. So everything that we keep saying about uh, players not getting the chance to develop, getting moved on from too soon, coaches not having the best hand dealt to them or getting you know the short end of the stick, this all goes back to ownership, man. And I mean, it goes yeah. right. This is a, a whole reflection on the top. Listen, yeah. I, re- I have a book I got to let you guys read. It's uh, written by Terry Pluto, and it's basically just like the Cleveland Browns history since we came back. Mm. Like how, like how, basically it's called like how it all went wrong or something. Mm. You would be shocked at some of the things. This guy has like, you know, inside scoops on this yeah. stuff. It's unbelievable that like not only that, that we are still a team, like that we even make money. Like, I don't know how these guys do anything right. They're so bad. The inept decisions that the off the front office and the ownership has made. You got to read this book. I was just reading it, shaking my head. I don't know if I'm also going to be able to sell you on this Eric Mangini pick, but like some of my more memorable Cleveland wins in the last decade have been when they beat the Patriots, when we were terrible, when they were coming. I think Pittsburgh had won it the year before. That, but they were a very good, still Patriots team, and the Saints were very good, and we beat both those teams. I remember both those um, wins, and those were like, mm-hmm. no, I thought Mangini was slowly turning things around, changing the culture. Um, we were creative. Mm-hmm. I thought, and then they just got rid of him. Yep. Well, and it's it's very <laughs> Cleveland issue. I mean, we're very like well, short fuse. I just want to direct the listeners' attention out there to the fact that we're doing an all-decade fantasy draft with defense and a head coach. We have eight options of head coach. <laughs> yes. Yes. Four it's, of them are in the last three years. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, hey, just going right off that, I'm going to make my pick for coach. I'm going to go with a guy who got royally screwed by the Browns. I'm going Rob Chudzinski. That's, yeah, yes, that's, yep. That was the only last choice left. call me crazy. The guy went four and 12 in his only year as head coach. I loved Rob Chizinski. Not only did I I love what he did, Norv Turner was his offensive coordinator, former really good head coach. Ray Horton is his defensive coordinator. Still a good defensive coordinator. I, I thought this guy, maybe besides the coaching staff we've put together today, I thought he had by far the best coaching staff the Browns have had in the last 10 years. And we gave this guy one year so we could hire jo- uh, Zach's guy. Yeah, who had a better who had a better record? <laughs> yeah, you mean to tell? So we hired Rob Chudzinski and then fired him after one year, so the Haslam's could get their guy, Mike Pettin. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Do you you think? Imagine what Rob Chudzinski could have done with some of the players that Mike Pettin had. He was so much more creative offensively. Yeah, I couldn't have waited to see what he did with Johnny Manziel as his quarterback. I bet you he would have put, uh, put him in a system to maybe make him a little. Him. <laughs> Showed a little respect. He would have put him in a better position to succeed than Petten did. There was, no, coaching there was too. no There was no Chud's succeeding. Still coaching. There was no. There was no succeeding with Johnny Manziel. I think with Johnny, what what Blake's saying is that everybody on the team and the head coach should have just said, "Get off his back, okay? The exactly. guy's hung over. 
Give him a break. <laughs> no, I, what I'm saying is you might not have liked that the front office made you draft him, but he's here now. He's part of your team. You should you should try to help the guy. Look what we went out of our way for Josh Gordon. Look how yes, many chances yes. we gave Josh Gordon. But when Johnny Manziel lifts his head up at the sound of his name, wipes the powder off his nose, and says, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, here, coach. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think I'm here. No, yeah. but what I'm saying is you might not have liked that they had him, but he was still part of your team. Mike Patton. I, it was a, he, I enjoyed to Mike me, Patton. it was a terrible team culture. Terrible yeah. team culture. Well, it, was, it, 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 it goes back to the pick. It was a bad pick. It was a bad fit. I don't know what they were really thinking there. I mean, he was dropping in the draft for a reason. Yeah. He was, so here's how here here's how screwed Mike Pettin was on his job. Okay. <laughs> so just because Blake wants that, we're going to get into this now. So you talked about how his offense coordinator, offense coordinator with Mike Pettin was Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. And Kyle and Shanahan he, knew where the where it was going of who was getting going to be pushed to start and what did he do? Uh. He he liked Mike Pettin so much he drew up a two hour PowerPoint to get out I don't, of Cleveland. I don't think that it was Mike Pettin. I think if it was the direction, Mike that Pettin, the direction that everything was going, and they knew who would they drafted. If he to start liked a Mike Pettin, if he liked Mike Pettin, he would have stuck around. Or hey. he hated Johnny Manziel and said, "I can't make Johnny Manziel win. I'm getting out of yeah, it." He definitely could because all he'd do is hand the ball off in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Yeah, listen, Johnny, could, so, Johnny couldn't find the the running back. He'd hand it off to the defender. <laughs> ladies, ladies, since we're going a little long here, how about we table the head coach discussion? Let's do another episode where we actually yes. let's each individually rank the last ten, or eight head coaches, oh, God, and then we'll no. do a consensus. Oh ranking. my gosh! <laughs> let's let's not let's say we did. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say we did, and uh, we depressing. can lie to people about it. Oh. Are we going to recap teams real yeah, quick? Yeah, let's recap yeah. some okay. teams. Okay. All right, you want me to go first? Number one pick. Yep. All right. I uh no first pick of the draft I took Miles Garrett, then Frosty Rucker, Danny Sheldon, Natalia Rubin, Chris Gokon, uh Sione Takitaki, Kaluka Mayava, Terrence Mitchell, Greedy Williams, TJ Ward, Tashawn Gibson, and uh head coach Rob Chudzinski. You're you're all in with those names. That's <laughs> like I, you my, <laughs> my linebacking crew is just like <laughs> they all played for Hawaii. Nice. <laughs> Cleveland Browns fans, I give you your uh defensive uh Vote for best team here. <laughs> Paul Kruger, Olivier Vernon, Randy Starks, Phil Taylor, Carlos Dansby at uh, linebacker, Eric Barton, Scott Fajita, Jermon Williams, Sheldon Brown, Dante Whitner, Mike Adams with your coach, Eric Mangini. All right. I had the third pick, so I'm going to let my head coach, Greg Williams, roll out a nice defensive line of Emmanuel Ogba. Uh, Jabal Sheard, Larry Ogunjobi, and Desmond Bryant. Linebackers, I've got Demario Davis, Joe Schobert, and Mac Wilson. And then my secondary is headed by Joe Hayden and Jason McCourty with Jabril Peppers and Abram Elam. Solid. Good team. That's very solid, yep. Uh, had the fourth pick. I'm rolling out there with Mike Pettin as my head coach. Uh, Barkevius Mingo at the end with Jannard Avery. D-tackle Jamie Meter with Sheldon Richardson. Linebackers, Christian Kirksey, Dequell Jackson, Jamie Collins. Cornerbacks, Denzel Ward, Buster Screen. Then I got safeties, Demarius Randall and Morgan Burnett. It's crazy how good those teams, all those teams. This there's, is going to be a fun vote. Yeah, I want to see and what it's happens hard. here. I, I, there's, there's like every, every team I'm like, wow. Yeah, uh, as long I, as we keep the collusion of Justin and Josh paying off votes or whatnot. I'm yeah. not paying. Hey, no, no votes paid yeah. out, but I do appreciate you guys out there. I just know that if you vote for me, uh, you'll get a message from me at Facebook uh, at two thirty in the morning while I'm there sitting uh, on break. There you go. 
All right, well, hey, that concludes our uh, our all-decade defensive side of the draft. This is where you guys come in. Make sure you uh, like, uh, share the video, comment who you think has the best team. Obviously, you guys can see we get all fired up about this stuff. It's a lot of fun for us. Hopefully, it's a lot of fun for you. Also, don't forget to check us out on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, don't forget Twitter. That's where we get the most followers. Yeah. So. Uh, and I want to give a big shout-out. I should have done this at the beginning of the episode. Um, these last episode, this episode, you know, we were able to do this contest, uh, Murphy and company insurance sponsored this contest for us, bought these t-shirts. Um, go check out Ian Murphy over at Murphy and company insurance. I have them and I totaled a truck and wreck a truck like three <laughs> months later and I'm still on insurance with this guy. So he's a, he's a great dude. Give him a call. Uh, you can find him online and I want to give a big shout out to him for always checking out the show and sponsoring these last couple episodes. Love it. Yep, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.